Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.
come on, come on, come on in the room, come on in the room, it's that time, come on, it's here, what's hey, no limit, no limit, yes sir, yes sir, it's the hottest radio show in the land, so when it's on radio, it's back, we are on the air live, that's right, live, 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 broadcasting as always from the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, the birthplace of gospel music, and as always, it is your boy, your host, the one, the only, Dr. Dana L. King, in the studio with you today. I'm excited, as always, to be here. Now, look, 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 we're going to have a good time tonight. Our topic is good. I hope you all ready for this. Look at here. I like Jesus, but not the church. <laughs> oh, Lord, I hope you all ready for this. Look, I didn't write it. Don't get mad at me. I like Jesus, huh? But not the church. I wish I had some help already. That's our topic of conversation for tonight. It's going to get good, good, good. I just hope y'all are ready for it, man. So come on, sit back and and enjoy yourself, man. We're going to have a good time in the Lord tonight. That and so much more we are going to talk about tonight. Uh, 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 Ara Ara Kelly was found guilty. We're going to talk about that. I guess I don't know what what to say, but Ara... Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the aura, huh? See, seemed like he ready. I just, <laughs> yeah, pray for him, pray for him. Uh, but it seemed like he ready. I, I should have known you was ready. I mean, it's that time for the aura. And we're going to talk about that too. We're going to talk about that too. Uh, and some other stuff in the news. And then, you know, I got some get off my chest type stuff. And then of course we got the four piece check in. So y'all get ready with the four piece check in. We're going to talk about that. And so much more so y'all come on in come on in as they say take a seat uh and sit back and enjoy yourself man because it's going to be a good good time a good time in the lord i know y'all like where he go i was off the microphone for me i was retching around <laughs> they say retch around i was retching around and uh trying to see what i could see uh on this other computer over here but it didn't want me to see what i could see but we're gonna see what if it's gonna let me see what i can see anyway anyway uh, that and so much more, man. So y'all come on in and join in with us. We have a great time, great, great time today. But look, in the meantime, let me give you the rundown on how you can be a part of today's show. If you are already listening on the line, already listening on the line, all you got to do is push uh, push one. That'll get you to my producer, the best producer in the land, the one, the only, Latanya Michelle King, taking all of your calls, emails, chats, also monitoring the gram and everything else. So she is there. Now she'll get you over to me, and you'll be live on the air with your boy. If you're listening via Blog Talk Radio, simply dial area code 323-870-4375. That is the call-in number. 323-870-4375 is the call-in number. You know what song just came to mind real quick, Tanya? And it, I know it ain't got nothing to do with what we're talking about right now, but I feel it in my spirit. Walk it like I talk it. I'm going to say that. I'm just going to let that sit right there for a minute. That's, that's my jam. I know, I know, but it just came to my spirit for some reason. We talk it, but do you walk it like you talk it? Mm. Who that? Oh, bless the God! These tears is awesome on tonight, huh? Come on. Uh, anyway, uh, so we're gonna talk about that uh, and so much more. But three two three eight seven zero four three seven five is the call the number for those of you watching or listening on Block Talk Radio. Rather, three two three eight seven zero four three seven five is the call the number one more time for the Holy Ghost. Three two three eight seven zero four three seven five is your call in number. Uh, if you want to email the show, you can email the show. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. That's right. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can do that as well. 
You can uh, tweet the show. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's right. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can tweet the show. If you want to follow us uh, on Instagram, that's right, on Instagram, on IG, real simple, same thing, TTLO Radio. That's right. Follow us on IG, TTLO Radio, two T's, one L, one O, TTLO Radio is where you can find us on IG or on the gram, as they say. If you want to follow us, uh, if you want to follow us, oh, there I am right there. If you want to follow us on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash TTLO radio, facebook.com slash TTLO radio is where you can find us there. Uh, Again, facebook.com slash TTLO radio is where you can find us there. You know what I can't remember is how to share on uh, on on Instagram. How come I can't remember how to do that? Just uh, the arrow that points out. Oh, the arrow that points out, but then you're sharing it to, you can't share it to your own, like just share it to your own thing, I guess. You oh, have, you're talking about to your, like, your own page? Yeah. Um, I th- you can't, maybe I forgot, I just don't see it, but yeah, I see you can invite people and do all that kind of yeah. stuff, but uh-huh. I thought you could just like just invite do a random share. Oh, okay. Or just have it on your page, or maybe, maybe I need to be tagged in it. Can you tag me in it possibly, or is it too late to do that? Like tag my my personal page, but anyway, we'll figure it out. Uh, anyway, 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 you can find us there. The live streams are up and running, right? The live streams are up and running. Guess what? Guess what? We are live on a whole bunch of stuff. We are live on Facebook, of course. Facebook.com/slash/ttloradio. Facebook.com/slash/ttloradio is where you can find us there. We are also live on our YouTube channel. That's right, the Taking the Limits Off Radio YouTube channel. Just do a simple search on your YouTube page for Taking the Limits Off Radio. You will find us there. Uh, you'll also find you'll also find us on uh, live right now on the gram. That's right, we're live on Instagram right now. Live on Instagram on the TTLO Radio Instagram page. Uh, I saw you tag me, but I didn't get an alert. Right. It's okay. Well, I don't know what's going on. I probably ain't going to let you. Okay. Uh, but anyway, anyway uh, but look, we are live there as well, live there as well. So looking forward uh, to seeing you all uh, come on in on the ground. We'll be monitoring all of those chat spaces as well. So come on in and let the folks know uh, that you are watching or listening to the TTLO radio show, huh? That you're listening to the TTLO radio show. So come on in, come on in, come on in, come on in, come on in. Uh, don't forget, too, we are an iHeartRadio partner. That means you can find us on your iHeartRadio app. Do a simple search uh, for the iHeart, uh, on the iHeartRadio app for the TTLO Media Group. Not only will you find the TTLO Radio Show, but you'll also find Healthy Soul Talk with Dr. Kimberly Thomas. She'll be back live in studio this in October, so starting next week uh, at 530, Real Talk, Real Issues. Real Solutions on the Healthy Soul Talk Show with Dr. Kimberly Thomas. You can find her there. Great, great, great show. Uh, Don't forget about, uh, but we always start our week. We start our week. How do we start our week? In the church house. That means we start our week right here at the birthplace of gospel music, the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. What are you saying, preacher? That means you can catch the live simulcast right here of the birthplace of gospel music right here on the TTLO Media Group Network every Sunday at 11 a.m. We don't miss our time. You can catch us right here on the TTLO Media Group Network, the birthplace of gospel music, the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, senior pastor Daryl in person and the Ebenezer Church family welcome you as always to our live broadcast. So get in where you fit in. 
Uh, but you can always welcome to come in and sit with us too, huh? Come on in and hang out with us uh, anytime on a Sunday at 11 o'clock. But don't forget about my brother on the wild, wild west side, the good pastor of the Faith, Works, and Vision Church, Pastor Hal D. Washington. I call him Hal. Yeah, I call him Hal. Hal D. Washington of the Faith, Works, and Vision Church. They're always ready for a good praise and worship, good time over there uh, at the Faith, Works, and Vision Church. So you always can come on in, come on in, come on in over there, man. So it's always, always a good time, always a good time. Uh, Looking forward. Uh, to watching and seeing their broadcast. I didn't get to check in, check in yesterday, but I always peek in when I can uh, on their services. Amen, amen, and amen. Uh, as always, as always, don't forget you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you can download a podcast, you can find us there. Amen, amen, and again, amen. Hey, so look, hopefully everybody had a good weekend. Let me get to my chat box. Let me get to my chat box. I can't see nothing. Oh, yes, I can. Uh... You said you can. Who said you can? Oh, you typed you can. I typed that. Somebody typed you can. I don't know where that came from. Oh. Uh, but somebody, <laughs> I see I that. In, in, I see something in the chat. Say you can. Uh, oh. But come on, come on in. Uh, I'm just glad. Hopefully everybody had a good weekend. Uh, bless God. Bless God for another uh, good but short. <laughs> let me say it again. Short weekend. Y'all pray for me. A good short weekend, but it was still a uh, blessed, blessed. And good weekend, uh, always, always, always. Uh, we had a great time on Sunday uh, celebrating the end of uh, Gospel Music Heritage Month. Uh, I want to personally thank uh, those guests that we had come in. Uh, the one, the only, Dr. Ludella Evans-Reed. Y'all know her as Clay Evans' baby sister. Uh, but she came in yesterday. She was here to celebrate with us. Uh, let me mess up some names real quick. Uh, but she came in. Uh, to celebrate with us on yesterday. Uh, we also had uh, my brother, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Williams, 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 I'm going to mess his name up. Um, uh, Malcolm, Malcolm Williams yesterday. Uh, he came over, and ooh, I'm going to get back to him in a minute. I should have had you cut. Well, I don't know if it was going to work anyway because we were having issues yesterday. Uh, thank you to Bob Maravich, uh, gospel historian, writer, anything you want to know about gospel music in Chicago or gospel music, period. Bob Maravich is your guy. Uh, Ludella Evans-Reed, Mother Vernon Oliver Price came over here and took us way, way back uh, with her song, Count It All Joy. Uh, she took us way, way back. Uh, Malcolm Williams. Let me tell you something about Malcolm. Y'all, if y'all don't know who Malcolm Williams is, Malcolm Williams, Malcolm Williams uh, is, is, is uh, that brother. Y'all don't know who Malcolm Williams is. Malcolm Williams is the praise and worship leader uh, over at... Um, uh, uh, Salem Missionary Baptist Church under Pastor uh, 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 Meeks, under Pastor James T. Meeks. But y'all also know Malcolm Williams for this right here. Come in. Huh? Come on. Y'all know him for this here. Huh? Let me tell you something. Let me turn that down for Facebook. Try to get some. Look here. Y'all know Malcolm Williams for that. Now, he didn't sing, like I said, because he didn't bring a choir with him or nothing like that. But that brother gave a rendition. Uh, Bob Maravich gave a great uh, story and history 
uh, gave us a quick synopsis of the, 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 the story that led to the creation of the song Precious Lord uh, by Thomas Dorsey. Uh, uh, who, you know, started here at the birthplace, which is how we were able to keep the moniker of the birthplace of gospel music. Um, but that song was written uh, in, in the midst of a great tragedy for him. Uh, so he shared that story with the congregation. And then this brother got up there, and I wish I could, uh, could play some of it. I probably could if I could, if I, if, if I had, I thought about yeah, this. Share the screen. No, I don't want to do sharing the screen. No, we don't want to do that part. Okay. Yeah, because it wasn't, yeah, wasn't quite right. So we don't, <laughs> wasn't your fault. I'm just saying, we don't want to share the screen because the, the, the video was a little froze. So we don't want to, we don't want to do that part. But uh, that brother got up there and blessed us in a mighty, mighty way. Let me see if I can give y'all just a little bit. Hold on. Let me see. Let me see. Hold on. Hold on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let me see. Oh, wait. Let me let me get rid of the blood still works. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Now, let me see. Give y'all a little bit of this here. Just listen. And let me stand. Video look good right here, though, Tanya. It's like you can share the screen. <laughs> but what if it's not freezing? I don't want to see that. Okay. That's why I want to share. Understood. Yeah. And I'm mad I ain't closed that curtain. I am weak. I, I'm worn. I wish y'all here. I wish y'all here. Come on. Through the and through the night. Leave me on to your life and say take my hand precious Lord I just need y'all to get a little more hold on y'all ready hold on to your seats now lead me on hold on hold on and we Listen, listen.
my, 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 my. Let me cut that off. I'll be done through something. <laughs> my God, my God. He blessed us yesterday, y'all. Malcolm Williams blessed us yesterday. And thank you, Pat, for reminding me. Uh, we also had Pastor... Uh, Pastor Barlow, I, don't, I, I promise you I'm taking that thing down on Sunday because, you know, it's moving now as I'm sitting here watching it. And it's slanted over to the left. I just, you know, <laughs> God help me pray for me. My mind, Jesus, help me not see stuff. Sometimes you can't help but see stuff. But that's got to come down. It's got to be, it, it's, it's, we can, yeah. Um, but Pastor Henry Barlow from the Morning Star, I believe it was the Morning Star Church, um, he came over early that morning and, and blessed us with his rendition of uh, pass me not uh, I, I want to give you all this he, he gave us the history lesson on it Hold on one second let me give you all a little bit of this right here Hold on come on come on come on come on, come on. That D.L. Moody Had ministered to God knows that it has helped us Down through the years She wrote words like this I'm crying Say I can't give you too much. I must say though <laughs> that despite the, the 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 internet hiccup, some stuff we can't control. The audio is quite awesome. <laughs> the audio is quite awesome, and 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 the camera work up until that point was impeccable. 
shot, but this brother sang that song, so I let my mama listen to some of this yesterday. My mama said, that's what you want to do when you get that age. She <laughs> said, you just want to be able to holler. I said, yeah, you know that's what it is. <laughs> she said, she said, you know, I just want to holler. She said, you just want to holler like that, don't you? I said, yeah, I do. I want to be able to, to holler a little bit, wail, and wail just a little bit. That's all. Just a little bit. Uh, anyway, anyway, thank y'all for, for indulging. <laughs> for indulging for a hot moment. Uh, but it was good stuff, man. We had a great time yesterday. Thank you to all of those uh, who made, uh, who did, who put in there, uh, did the work, who did the work, who did the work behind the scenes uh, to pull that off, man. It was a great, again, great, great time. Uh, it was. It was just a really, 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 really good time. Uh, yeah, but he sang that thing. He sang that thing. Yeah, he sang that thing. So we, we were blessed yesterday. Uh, by all of the guests, uh, the anointing uh, from those uh, guests was real. Uh, I, I know people who uh, can just sing, uh, who just want to sing just for singing, but uh, it was appreciative to see some people who uh, who take what they do seriously in everything that they do when it comes <clears throat> to their presentation uh, in and around gospel music. Uh, it was It was a great, great time. So we were honored to have them in the house yesterday, and uh, I, I can't wait until the next time. I can't wait until the next time uh, that they get to come and hang out uh, with us in this great place and space. Uh, all right, y'all. In the meantime, it's time for the church check-in. I almost was going to play my song. But it's uh, – <laughs> that just wasn't going to fit. But it's time for the church. It is, it is time – uh, uh, for the church check-in, y'all. So y'all come on, get ready, get ready, uh, and get ready with us because it's going to be a good, good, uh, good, good time. Uh, but it is, y'all. It's that time. It's time for the percolator. It's, it's time for the church check-in. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. Y'all pray for me. What? It's time for the percolator. Oh, I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> it's time for the and the moment I step on going too far, you be like, get back. But I didn't do it, though, because you would be up doing it. But you played it, But you would be up doing it, though. That's the difference. I just, Actually, you know. which one I'm going to do, though? <laughs> which one? You're going to do the West Side Percolator. You ain't no South Side. We don't South Side Percolate. I can't South Side Percolate, but we don't South Side Percolate around these parts. We Anyway, anyway, uh, it's time for the church check-in. Y'all know it is a four-piece check-in. Y'all come on, check-in. What do we check-in? What are we checking in about? We're checking about what church did you go to or did you view? What church did you go to either in person or online? Uh, who preached the sermon on yesterday? What was the sermon that was preached on yesterday? And what scripture? Four pieces, four pieces. What scripture did the pastor preach or whosoever that preached yesterday? Whosoever. What, where did they preach from? Where did they come from? You want to know what it is? Come on, come on, come on with your church check-in. I see a good handful of y'all on here right now. So come on in and check in with me real quick. Let me know, let me know what was going on at your church house uh, on yesterday. Huh? In your bedroom. Or Say what? Probably didn't go to church. They watched it from their bedroom. <gasps> okay, you got to be clear. I don't want to know what was going on I, in there. I don't. Okay, well, I'm I just saying. Would tell like I, that well, you know, you know, I listen to this. Shit a little too much sometimes. They, they look too transparent. <laughs> you, 
you got to be careful what you ask for around these spots. Uh, but come on, come on, come on, check in, check in, check in, uh, and let us know, let us know, let us know uh, what you, what you were, where you were, what you watched, what you viewed on yesterday. Uh, how was your service? All of that good stuff. Come on, let us know. Let us know uh, so we can check in because we want to know what you were doing. We want to know. We want to see too. We want to know. We too want to know. Uh, huh? We know. Yeah, we know. See, we want to know. We want to know. We got to. I got to know. I got to know. I got to know. I got to know. We want to know what church you did. What was your church doing yesterday? Uh, who preached the word? on yesterday come on y'all it's 11 it's 11 12 13 14 y'all in here come on check in let me know where you were those are my on facebook those on youtube you're on instagram watching uh you can't just sit back and watch now so let me know what what was the sermon title for yesterday uh what church did you attend all of that good stuff come on come on come on in the room mm-hmm. jesus is my doctor and what he writes out all my Description. Yeah, come on in and, and check in with the people. Let us know what's going on with you and your church on yesterday. Amen. Amen. Come on, come on. Give y'all a few minutes to do that. Uh while we're waiting, while we're waiting uh for the church check in. Uh let me let me see. Let me see. How do I want to how do I want did you have did you were you able to re add uh my disclosure back to the list of pictures that were lost? You know what? I'm glad you said that. You did not. I can do it. I can. At some point, you can get it. Yes, I okay. can. All right. Thanks for telling me. Yes, I can. I like when she said, yes, I can. Come on, little Obama. Come on. Yes, I can. Huh? Uh, <laughs> your name is Michelle. Come through. Huh? Come through. Come through. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm going to need my, I feel, I, feel a, I feel a spirit of a disclosure. <laughs> Like, you know, give me about three to five minutes. Time. Okay, you got, it. I, you, got I, it. you got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. Or disclaimer, not disclosure. Disclaimer. I'm, <laughs> right. I'm yeah. saying up the word. Not disclosure. My disclaimer. I need I, that up. I, I know what up. to do for you. Right. Thank you so much. Thank okay. you so much. Thank you so much. But come on, y'all. Church check in. Church check in. What y'all waiting on? What y'all waiting on? Church check in. What church did you go to? Who preached? What was the sermon? What was the scripture? What church? Who preached? What sermon? What scripture? That's the full piece. Who preached at your church? Check in. I, I'm not doing the check in today. I know who preached here. Everybody, I need some. Everybody, I need some other Ebenezer people to check in to tell me what was the sermon title and all that good stuff on yesterday. I, I know what it was. I know what it was. But I'm asking for some more folks to come on and check in. I got you. Okay, thank you. Thank no, you. I got thank your you. disclaimer. Oh, you got my disclaimer. Yeah. Bless the Lord. That's what I'm talking about. Go and let that ride uh, up there. You know what I'm gonna do? I think I'm gonna record it too, so I could just push play. <laughs> you should. I am. I'm gonna I'm I'm put it at the beginning of the, of the show when they come on too and all of that. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, I am. I am okay. That, thank you so much. There it is, right there. Let me grab that so I can read that real quick. Uh, the opinions and beliefs and viewpoints expressed by the various authors and forum participants on this website uh, and show do not necessarily reflect the opinions and beliefs and viewpoints of Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church or its leadership let me be clear got it okay good boom move on ah, now we got that out of the way let's get that out of the way let me say this i think it is i am one uh who who uh believes 
in a uh, thank you you made it bigger thank you thank you i sure did yes thank you thank you uh, i appreciate you i appreciate you that's right for the blind make it make it make it visible for the blind huh? Huh? For the, put, can, can we get it in braille <laughs> can we get it in braille you get in more I am just one who uh, there is so let me let me see where do I want to go first where do I want to go first let me I don't see. even know where you head I don't either and I'm, I was trying to stall for the church check in but ain't nobody everybody want to be stubborn tonight and ain't nobody wanting to check in and there's all these folk on here and ain't nobody doing the church check in I just want to know what church you attended yesterday who preached what was the sermon title and what was the scripture. I, I, I know some of y'all went to church yesterday. Quite a few of y'all went to church yesterday. I just want to know what you witnessed. Come on. Why, why was you, you was at church and don't know what word went forward? Huh? That says a lot. That says a lot. It says a lot. It says a lot. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go here first. I'm going to go here first. Uh, and we'll, we'll worry about the church checking later. That time has passed. All right. So in the news today, in the news today, in the news today, now I think you know where I'm going. In the news today, uh, <laughs> time you did the show check in, really? Yep. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tanya, but the time has passed. <laughs> oh, okay. The time has passed. I was participating. I know, but the time has passed. That's okay. Oh. I don't, I, 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 no, that's, that's, for the, that, that's, they, that's for the congregation. They got to talk back. Okay. <laughs> you read. That's what you do. Anyway, anyway, um, in the news, in the news today, it, 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 uh, the story broke a few hours back, uh, ago about, um, Chicago's own, uh, Robert Kelly, uh, R. Kelly, R. Kelly, and, uh, R. Kelly was found guilty, uh, for sex trafficking conviction, uh, in New York City. Chicago singer R. Kelly now has something in common with Chicago mob bosses. This is what Channel 7 says. And leaders of the Hells Angels and El Chapo, he is a convicted racketeer. They got him on racketeering. Uh, federal, yeah, racket, think about it. This is what they got him on, racketeering. Let's, let's be clear. Federal prosecutors in New, in New York invoking what's known as the RICO Act. They literally got him on what they charge mob bosses with. But here we go. Uh, to, that is like the yeah, sentence of the sentence. It's a stretch. That's, that's that, right. Uh, to take down Kelly, who for decades seemed untouchable by law enforcement, despite women telling horrid stories of sex abuse. Using a law intended to crack down on organized crime, Kelly is now looking at decades in prison. Chicago attorney Steve Greenberg said Monday that 20 years or more that the government is likely to request will be tantamount to, to a life sentence for the 54-year-old XR&B superstar. Uh, a jury of seven men and five women found Kelly, find, found Kelly guilty of racketeering on their second day of deliberations. The charges were based upon an argument that the entourage of managers and aides who helped the singer meet girls and keep them obedient and quiet amounted to a criminal enterprise. Um, the writer says, I've been, uh, the, the story goes on to say, I've been practicing law for 47 years. During this time, I pursued many sexual predators who have committed crimes against women and children. Of all the predators I have pursued, however, Mr. Kelly is the worst for many reasons. First, he used the power of his celebrity to recruit vulnerable underage girls for the purpose of sexually abusing them. 
Gloria Allred, the attorney for the alleged victim, said in the post-trial interview, I got a whole lot of pains about Gloria Allred. I will not give you those today. Uh, several accusers testified in the lurid detail trial during the in the in lurid detail during the trial, alleging that Kelly subjected them to perverse and sadistic whims when they were underage. For years, the public and news media seemed to be more amused and horrified by allegations of inappropriate relationships with minors, starting with Kelly's illegal marriage to R&B phenom Aaliyah in 1994 when she was 15 years of age. Uh, his records and concerts kept selling. Other artists continued to record his songs even after he was arrested in 2002 and accused of making a recording of himself sexually abusing and urinating on a 14-year-old goal. girl. Widespread, yeah, not goal, girl. Widespread public condemnation didn't come until a widely watched docu-series, Surviving R. Kelly, helped make his his case a signifier of the Me Too era and gave voice to alleged victims who wondered if their stories were previously ignored because they were black women. Uh, At the trial, several of Kelly's accusers testified without using their real names to protect their privacy and prevent possible harassment by the singers' fans. Jurors were shown homemade videos of Kelly engaging in sex acts that prosecutors said were not consensual. Uh, Many of his victims had the courage to speak up and tell their truth under oath in the court of law. I'm very uh, proud of my clients who agreed to testify in this case. This is Gloria Allred saying this. I thank them for trusting me, law enforcement, and the jury to find the truth. Um, Yeah, so Mark Kelly moves from Chicago jail to Brooklyn Detention Center ahead of the trial. So there, there, there is all of this. So he's, he's going to get anywhere from uh, 10 years, 20 years to life, anywhere in that age range based on uh, his, his, the sentence he gets. 20 years means he'd be 74 years old if he got 20. He'd be 74 years old, which is tantamount, like they said, to a life sentence. Uh, the jury spoke. It is what it is. That's not why I want to talk about this. I only want to talk about this briefly because I want to read to you into your hearing (laughs) one more time uh, that the charges were based on an argument that an entourage of managers and aides who helped the singer meet girls and keep them obedient and quiet amounted to a criminal enterprise. I am going to say this, and I know there are some people who might feel differently, and that's okay. You have the right to your opinion, as I have the right to mine. And guess what? Facebook Live is free, and you can go on Facebook and give your opinion just like I'm about to give mine. Y'all ready? Here it goes. I don't think anybody should have been able to get a deal in this case. I'm going to say what I said. I don't believe anybody should have been able to get a deal from law enforcement in this case. I said one more time, just in case somebody couldn't hear me. Nobody should have gotten a deal in this case. Not an agent, not a manager, not a roadie, not a bodyguard, period. If these people were given deals in this case, they should still have to do jail time. Let me go further. Let me go further. 
to the parents of these children who allowed this man, this free reign, free access to their teenage children, 14, 15, 16, 17. He didn't do 18 because that's grown. 14, 15, 16, 17, and 18 that allowed their child, even after the accusations were well known, who still allowed their child to have any access to this man or to have this man have any access to their child. Let me tell you exactly where you need to be. You need to be in the cell right next to whatever cell they are putting R. Kelly in. I don't care. Get mad at me. I do not care. I don't care if you thought your child was about to be the next star or whatever. If they got the talent, they would have been found by somebody else. You allow your child to be around a known pedophile. You allowed your child, I'm, I'm going somewhere else with this because it's in my spirit now, which is why, again, at some point, Tanya, in the course of me rambling on here, I need you to make sure that disclaimer goes up quite a few times because I don't want no smoke and don't nobody want none with me right now at this moment. Let me say this again. Any parent that allowed their child for whatever reason after the rumors went out, first of all, he had to be convicted in no court. No rumor can be out about anybody, and my child is going to be allowed to be alone with him in an empty studio, let alone on some damn road trip. I said what I said. Get over it. You don't like it. There's a button that says click off, watch something else, go do that. You listen on the radio, move on, all that good stuff. None. You sat silent. Silent. Silent for years. And if we be honest right now, some of y'all sat silent because the check was still coming. I'm, 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 I'm going to put it out there. I don't care. Some of y'all sat silent because the check was still coming. You sat silent because as long as the checks was coming, as long as you was getting vacations and cars and your rent and mortgage was being paid, it was all good that he was sleeping with your daughter. But the minute you had to pay your own mortgage, your own rent, your own car note, pay for your own vacation, oh, now it's a crime. There's a special place in hell for you two. There's a special place in hell for you because you pimped out your own daughters. And I know some folk who know some folk that know R. Kelly and his crew. Know some folk. There's a special place in hell for you. Because you pimped out. You know, you can blame R. Kelly all day long. He, yeah, he is the, he is the criminal. But what are you? He couldn't have got to your kid if you wasn't dropping your kid off. He couldn't have got to your daughter if you wasn't pimping your daughter out for a new car or for a trip to, to uh, a family trip to Disney World. Oh, baby, go on down there and sing your song with him. It's okay because he's taking all of us to Disney World. Huh? You pimped your child out. 
Because here's my question. Here's my question. Here is my question with R. Kelly. Here is my question for the parents. Y'all had it. They was in the studio. Where's the records? Huh? Ain't nobody asking that question. Where are the records? You sent your daughter off there to lay up with a grown <clears throat> with a grown man, pray for me. Y'all sent your daughter over there to the studio because she's going to be the next big thing, the next big celebrity. Where the records at? Where the, where the music? Where the music? I'm sorry. Can I take it a little further? Uh, 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 what was her name? Uh, 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 Sparkle. Y'all know the R&B singer, Sparkle. She ain't had nobody hit or two. But Sparkle, the R&B singer, uh, 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 she was one of the main ones that was doing the recruiting. Yeah. Y'all knew better. This ain't new news. But now everybody, oh, I can mute R. Kelly. No, mute you too. All of their music should be taken off the radio. Not just his, all of them. I mean, I ain't heard a Sparkle song on the radio in a minute. Uh, but, but all of their music needs to be snatched off, pulled from the chart. Any awards need to be rescinded. If we go down, everybody attached ought to go down because they all knew. They all knew. But, I'm, I, I, but, but Tanya, I feel like I got to go first. <laughs> Did you put the disclaimer up? <laughs> Okay, put it back one more time. Two more times in my spirit, I feel it. Mm. Let me get some more of these God's tears to saturate my folk area. <laughs> I said what I said because we were, people were outraged by this R. Kelly thing. And it's only going to get worse because the Chicago trial still has to come. Oh, your mic, it is on. Oh, muted. Okay, sorry. The Chicago trial still has to come. The Chicago trial still has to come. And then we're going to, it's going to get more, uh, 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 the, 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 the feedback is going to be horrible. All the details are going to be horrible. But watch this. It's not going to be details that we did not know. And can I say this too? And I know this ain't going to go over well either. Now, this, may, this ain't going to go over well either, but I'm going to say what I got to say about this too. All of y'all that watched the R. Kelly video, I'm going to say what I got to say. You will be all right. All of y'all that saw the supposed video of him and the little 14-year-old girl, you know, the video that was floating all around the Internet and everywhere else, and you sat your behind there and watched it. Let me say right now, I never saw it nor had any desire to see it. But those of you who watched it, watch this, who actually had a copy on CD or DVD or VHS, however you have it, your behind belongs in jail because you, ma'am, you, sir, were endorsing and embellishing in child pornography. You, too, need to be in jail. Everybody got to get locked up. Everybody. I, I, I don't care. I don't care what nobody said. Y'all sat up and let this. Oh, he, he, ha, ha, well, you know, his, uh, whatever. You watched it. I feel like I got to go further. I must go further. 
Because, see, this ain't the only place that this has happened. I saw, I saw a post of mine, uh, 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 April Shannon is somebody I follow uh, on Facebook, uh, and, 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 and she put up a post uh, earlier today. If I can grab it real quick, uh, bear with me, bear with me, bear with me. Uh, April Shannon uh, had put up a post uh, uh, a little earlier today, and she said this. She says, do the, ma- do the parents, managers, security and anyone else who aided and abetted in this show bear any responsibility or guilt in this and then this is what and then uh, uh uh then somebody wrote unless their parents explicitly gave permission for him to sleep with their daughters no they are not what kind of fool but i like april's response she said yes yeah, kind of the same thing when everyone in the family knows that cousin pookie is the family child molester and you leave your kids with him to babysit did he need permission or do i as a parent who's heard all the rumors take some sort of responsibility in this also can i go further this has been happening in the black church for years. Hmm. For years. We beat up the Catholic Church because priests was messing with little boys. Hey, oh, well, we get them, and, and, and the Catholic Church got billions and billions and billions of dollars, and, and that's what happens when you don't let the priests get married, and, and all, 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 and all that. Yes, it was a hor- horrific crime that all of that stuff was happening, but why those white priests was molesting those little white boys, and some black as well, let me tell you what some black pastors and preachers was doing in the middle of the day with your kids. This ain't rumor. This ain't innuendo. These are facts. The only reason why they're not on the news, the only reason why those stories are not being published, the only reason why we don't see them on CNN is because there is no money to be gained. There's no money to be gained. Let there be a thought that the black church had billions of dollars like the Catholic church. We should as much money as folk give to the church. But let there be a thought that there was billions of dollars being housed somewhere for the black church. And all of a sudden, I guarantee you, we would see preachers that we all know. I wish I, oh, Jesus, I'm, I'm, I'm glory to them. Preachers we all know being lined up in handcuffs going across your TV screen. And we'd be sitting there with our mouths gaped wide open. We see them all the time. They on Facebook Live. They writing books. They doing this. They on tour. They doing that. These very preachers. Ain't no rumor. These is facts. Don't know how I know? I got inboxes from people that were abused. Reaching out for help, and nobody would do anything for them. Why? Because they were black, and the people they were going after didn't have no money. Let a rumor come out about Bishop T.D. Jakes. That's why you only heard stuff about who? Eddie Long. Why? Because New Birth had a whole lot of money. But for every Eddie Long that was at New Birth and those speculations and rumors or whatever that was going on there, there's little Joe over here at the Storefront Church or little so-and-so over here at ABC Baptist Church or this one over here at Moonlight or the whatever, whatever church. All of them that's been messing with kids and babies, they mess with them. Their daddy mess with them. The auntie mess with them. The brother, 
This ain't no rumor. These are facts. And people in Chicago, y'all know who I'm talking about. These people have been crying for help. Crying for help. And we've done nothing because they're not our Kelly. They ain't big enough. Oh, but if but 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 oh, but Father Flager, oh, we we we'll go after him. Let's let's go after him. Let's go after him. Let's let's go after Father Flager. If he guilty, then get him. But what about Apostle so and so over here and Bishop Bishop whoever over here? Where is it at? And it's time out because the same way we wanna we wanna penalize these parents and they guilty. They're guilty as hell. But watch this. The same way we don't want we want them parents to be held accountable. Guess what? The same parents who told their kids when their uncle was touching them and the deacon was touching them who said, Well, you know, we don't keep that's family business. You don't take that outside of the house. And you wonder why we have a generation of, 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 of kids whose sexuality, they're so promiscuous, it's ridiculous because they've been molested since they were 10, 11, 12 years old. What the hell you think they're going to do when they get of age? They're going to sleep with Tom, Dick, Harry, and Steve or Stephanie. You can't, be, you can't be shocked. You can't be shocked. This is the foolishness. And every one of y'all who knows better, who know these people in your family and you say nothing or you have, you have sworn your people to silence and secrecy, there is a special place for you as well. The, you, 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 you know what I find funny? <clears throat> I shouldn't even say funny, but I find ironic. I'll use that word. is that hell keeps expanding. Uh, uh. Hell keeps getting larger. Hell continues to expand. Why? For folk just like this. For people just like this. Because we have allowed this to go on in our churches, in our schools, in our own backyards, in our families. You know your brother is a pervert. You know your sister is a pervert. Pedophile. You know they are. And watch this. You got sit up to keep your kids at home, but you ain't warning nobody else's kids. Well, you can't spend the night over there. Why not? Then who? Then then why is anybody allowed to spend the night over there? Don't just save yours. Save somebody else. But you but you save you hold you Holy Ghost field you fat you fire baptized. <laughs> A whole lot. Save what? I I I am I am <clears throat> I am uh, 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 I I am a fan of justice being done. I recognize the crime that was committed. The jury came back was for that. Again, it was for racketeering. There's going to be a, another trial for the sex abuse for the actual abuse. But at the same time, he shouldn't be the only one, he shouldn't be the only one walking in the courtroom in shackles and orange jumpsuits. They should all be shackled together. All of them shackled together. 
and to be made to give an account. And if and 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 and, and for R. Kelly at this point, I don't know how smart it would be, because I am not a lawyer, nor do I play one on TV. <laughs> I only watch Law and Order, but nor do I play one on TV. But if I'm R. Kelly at this point, everybody that helped me, your name got to come up. Everybody that helped you do what you did, your, your time is up, sir, so you might as well come. Everybody that helped you, everybody that snuck in a hotel room, everybody that put a hotel room in their name, everybody that put something in their name, all these women that was these older women that were taking these little girls shopping, everybody's name got to come up. If you go, if if you ain't got nothing but one more song to sing, Aura, let me help you right now, huh? If you ain't got nothing but one more song to sing, sing that one. Mm. Sing that song. Sing that song because all these folk got to go. Every one of them. Everybody that helped you with your problem, everybody that enabled you has to go to. Make that, your, make that the start of you repenting. Everybody got to go. Every security guard that opened up a back door, every, 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 every uh, 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 madam, because that's all they were, every little mistress that was helping you along the way, all of them. Watch this. Even the stores that knew, the store managers that knew, mm-hmm. the, you know, the ones that let you shop at night after the store was closed, let you come in. I know I've heard all the stories. Let you come in with the little girls to shop after the store was closed. Them managers and them stores, I don't care if it was a Target or if it was Nordstrom's, whoever opened up the doors for you to commit your crimes after hours, everybody got to go. Everybody. Everybody got to go. Everybody can get some. Because at this point, it's ridiculous. So I'm going to say this. The, 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 we, 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 you know, some people saying it's about time. Uh, it's about time with R. Kelly. It's about time. It's about time. Yeah. When, when, when is it going to be time for, the, for these preachers and these deacons in these churches when is it going to be their time? And some of them gone, some of them dead and gone on, but their children are still here doing exactly what they were doing. Some of them have gone on, but they, but their, 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 their children are still here doing exactly what they were doing. And they think it's okay. And you have a bunch of damaged little girls and boys who have had some children who are having damaged children and rearing them with that mentality. So while you clapping for R. Kelly being locked up, while you clapping for R. Kelly being locked up, and don't get me wrong, he deserves to be locked up. I am in no way saying he does not. But just like we want his enablers locked up, these preachers, South Side, West Side, deeply known on the South and West Side, deeply known on the West Side, deeply known. Yeah, it's time. 
Where's where 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 is where is where is the where is the attorney? Watch this. Where where is the black Gloria Allred mm-hmm, to come to Chicago? See see and 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 do it here. And I, I'm don't get me wrong. I ain't trying. I I don't want to see anybody's church destroyed. But you can't destroy God's church. Jerusalem didn't fall when Saul got fired. I can't hear get no help. <laughs> Jerusalem didn't fall, didn't fall when Saul got fired. Israel didn't fall when Saul got fired. You can't destroy God's church. But these people who've been touching on people's babies And all of this food taking advantage of people at at, 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 at at a young age and pressing them with, with well, I'll let you do this. I'll let you drive my car. I'll let you, I'll buy you some outfits. I'll do this. I'll do that for you. Oh, uh-uh. Your time is up. Your time is up. And it shouldn't be about whether or not uh, uh, there's money to be gotten. It's about no longer giving you access to anybody's child. Because I, I'm a t- I'm a, there is no, let me, let, me, let me tell you something. I have no natural born daughters. None. I have one natural born son, and then I have two children through marriage. I have one natural born son and two children through marriage. But I have a daughter now. And first of all, before she was even my daughter, you couldn't say nothing to her outside that any kind of way twisted up and I wasn't going to act a whole fool. And this one over here will tell you. Because I tried to check her for how, how I thought she was being. You wasn't going to say nothing to her then. You sure can't say nothing now. And, you, and, and, and I, 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 can't, I can't even fathom there is no price tag. There is no nothing that you're gonna, that's going to tell me that it's okay. Well, I'll make her famous. Okay, make her famous because every studio visit, somebody going to be in the studio. Oh, she got studio time. Well, what time, Doc? <laughs> what time she got to be there? Well, you know, I like, to, I like to rehearse late at night. You know what? I don't sleep no way. Come on, what time she got to be there? Well, you know, I I, I have my best. Uh, uh, I'm a my, my muse doesn't really kick in till about two a.m. Well, you know, guess what? I'm gonna get me some Nodos and uh, 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 some Five Star Energy drink, and I'm a five hour. I'm gonna be right there with you, and a couple of Red Bulls. What we got to do? It's not gonna happen. There's no amount of fame or stardom that you should be allowed to sell your children off because you see a you see a, a golden ticket on the end of it. You think you finna be at the Grammys? You think you finna be on the BET Awards because for, for your child's talent? And let me say this: it goes further because just like we said, same thing with some of these gospel artists, local from Chicago, that's been messing with little boys, trying to get them up in the gospel industry. A lot of these little praise and worship leaders, y'all, huh? Y'all, y'all done messed with them too. Yes, I ain't crazy, and yes, I know. Yes, I know. Yes, I know. 
Yes, I know. At some point, all of this stuff has to come forth. All of this stuff needs to. The only way the church is ever going to heal completely, the only way it's ever going to heal completely is that all the wounds need to be discovered. Huh? All the wounds need to be discovered. You know what I like? I'm I'm, going to leave it like this. What I love about the resurrection of Christ is that he could have, when he came back up out of the ground and went to his Father in heaven and came back and was amongst the disciples for those days that he came back and walked the earth, he could have came back fully restored. But instead, he came back still with what? The hand, the holes in his hands, the hole in his side, and the holes in his feet. Why? You ever ask yourself why didn't he? Why didn't he? <clears throat> why didn't he fix all of that? Why didn't he? <clears throat> Uh, uh, heal himself completely? Why did he allow himself to still be seen with holes in his hand and holes in his... Uh, as he meant, remember, remember Thomas said, let me touch the hole in your side. Let me see for myself. The church will never be where it should be until we expose all of the wounds. All of the wounds need to be exposed. That's when the healing can take place. But we say it's okay, because as long as we singing and praising and all of that, it's okay. Hmm. I'm going to take a break. When we come back, time is 8.06. When we come back, we're going to jump into our article for the night, uh, simply entitled, I Like the Church. Oof. My God. I like the church. I like the church. I like the church. But I like Jesus, I'm sorry, but not the church. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's the article title. I like Jesus, but not the church. That's the title of our uh, conversation for tonight. Uh, We're going to take a break, and uh, we'll come right back, y'all. Two T's, one L, one O. Uh, We'll be right back in a hot, hot minute. Give me a chance to cool off in get my mind right. My mind is right. Let me not even play with y'all. My mind is right. I said what I said. I meant every word of it. Uh, But we'll be good to go. Uh, Be right back, y'all, in a hot second. Uh, Come on, Eric, and get this song in a little bit more. You know what? No, let me get uh, – where's my girl at? Where's where's, where's LaNasia? Come on, LaNasia. Sing something for me. Uh, Let's do this right here. Yeah, he's been good. He's still good, ain't he? Come on. Addressing a call to action for accountability and systemic change as lawmakers, as employers. Oh, 
politicians haven't kept their words. And we show up uh, at these places and demand our rights. But where are the marches for these children who have been molested? Where are the marches uh, for these children who are still alive? The ones we can help now. You wonder why the suicide rate is so high in the black community now. Used to be a time when you heard the word suicide, you didn't even hear black people in the same sentence. That was just some stuff that black folk didn't do, or either that or it just wasn't known. But the the, the suicide rate in black teens and black people, period, has skyrocketed over the years, and you wonder why because we're walking around traumatized, because we've been told that uh, what happens in the house should stay in the house. And the church has told us, well, you know, I don't want to get the pastor in no trouble. And deacon so-and-so is good for the church. Well, yeah, he good for the, yeah, what, is he really good for the church? We've been trying some stuff out. Now, you've been testing these other angles out at all tonight. What you mean? The angle is bad? Oh, it's okay. I'm just saying, have you been testing them, though? Okay, well, you can, yeah. So if y'all see some weird angles on the screen, we're just trying to make sure uh, that we, we, we still within our band rate, uh, bandwidth rate and all that kind of stuff. So uh, we got some different camera angles and stuff like that uh, that we're playing with tonight just to see. We had some difficulty on Sunday with some stuff we were doing uh and we don't know if it was an internal issue, if it was a Comcast issue, or whatever it was. So we working some some stuff out. So you know, I'll, I'll use my show as the guinea pig for whatever, uh, just to make sure we get the Sunday uh, thing uh, accurate. Okay, I see that. Is that this? That's this little shorty right here. Oh, okay, we can. Okay, yeah, I see that. We can. Okay, I just want to make sure, but it ain't. It's, it ain't. It's not. Um, Freezing, which is the most important part. It's not freezing. Is it? Huh? Say that, say that again. Oh, you, your mic is off, but it's okay. Uh, so, yeah, anyway. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, you did it. <laughs> so, anyway, y'all, uh, but I, I, I want us to, uh, uh, if you know anyone, and I guess we should have put that, We should. I, I'll have the number for that, too. Uh, we'll add that at some point. If you can look that up, Tanya, and drop that on the screen at some point. Uh, if you know anyone uh, who has been, uh, we can get the national, uh, there's a national sexual abuse hotline. And I think there's a local one as well. Uh, we'll put those numbers on the screen for anybody who may know someone um, or who may be a victim themselves. Uh, and uh, we want to make sure that we just don't talk about it, uh, that we also uh, give you the information. Uh, but, yeah, there is a number. I'll give it to you now. Uh, it's 800-656-4673. Uh, I'll drop that in the chat real quick. 800-656-4673. Uh, Here we go. 4673. That's the number to the National uh, Sexual Abuse Hotline. Uh, if you know someone, um, or if you know someone who is in need of help, uh, either way, whether they be the, uh, the the one being abused or they are the abuser, call, report, 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 report. Uh, I know for me, I'm a mandated reporter. 
uh, because I work in the school system. Um, but I, I, I would, that doesn't, that school system reporting ain't, don't phase me at all. I'm, I'm coming for you one way or the other. Um, uh, yeah. I wish they had that set up in, in, in churches. Uh, I just wonder if they had it set up in churches, how quickly some things would be exposed and how quickly some things would change. Uh, and some people would just be set free just based off that. You just don't know how freeing it is uh, when your abuser finally gets locked up and gets held accountable, what that does for the person who has been abused. Uh, it, it, it is a, uh, if you've ever read the story uh, or followed stories of victims of rape or sexual molestation, uh, there is nothing freer than when they have been not believed for years, when they have been ridiculed or, or told to be quiet and set aside and sent away for years, uh, when they finally see that person get theirs, the relief that somebody finally heard them, that somebody finally believed them. For years in the church, when the pastor or the deacon got some little girl pregnant, they would send the little girl off down south somewhere or send her to another local city. Go stay with Auntie. Go stay with Auntie. I'm going to send you down south with Auntie. But the preacher still preaching. The deacon still deaconing. Trustee still trustee. I'll take a step further. The first lady is still first lady. Uh-huh. It ain't just the, it ain't just the male preachers. Mm. Let's move on. Anyway, 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 uh, our article, our article for tonight simply says, I like Jesus, but not the church. <laughs> uh, these are common perceptions of Christians. I like Jesus, but not the church, but not the church. The writer is Dan Kimball, Dan Kimball. Uh, churchleaders.com. Dan Kimball serves on the staff of Vintage Faith Church in Santa Cruz, California, where his current role is overseeing the Sunday gathering and teaching, as well as the missional aspects of the church. He also serves on the Vintage Faith Church Leadership Council. Uh, Dan's role also includes extending the mission of the church through writing and speaking. So once again, qualified, qualified uh, people uh, with qualified information. Uh, here we go. Uh, the writer says this. He says, today's non-Christian 20 and 30-somethings are big fans of Jesus, but are less thrilled with his followers and the churches where they worship. <laughs> Pastor and author Dan Kimball reveals the most common perceptions of Christians and the church, what they wish church was like, and why you should be listening to these emerging voices. Every now and then, the writer says, we experience an epiphany of some sort that drastically changes our life's course. For me, it's an extremely vivid memory of what happened when I took the time to step outside of the busyness of ministry and listen to some college students from what was known to be one of the more anti-Christian campuses in California. It was these pagan students who gave me such incredible hope for the church. The writer says, I was leading a young adults ministry. We had recently started at the church and I was on staff with at the time. And occasionally during worship gatherings, we showed man on the street video interviews to set up the sermon. 
for, for an upcoming uh, message series on evangelism, we decided to go to this college campus to interview students and hear firsthand their thoughts about Christianity. We asked two questions. What do you think of when you hear the name of Jesus? What do you think of when you hear the word Christian? And this is what they said. I like Jesus, but not the church. I like Jesus but not the church. When they answered the first question, the students smiled and their eyes lit up. We heard comments of admiration such as, Jesus is beautiful. He's a wise man, like a shaman or a guru. He came to liberate women. One girl even said he was enlightened. I'm on my way to becoming Christian. What an incredible experience. These students on the very campus I kept hearing was so pagan, talked about Jesus with great passion. However, when we asked the second question, the mood shifted. He says, we heard things like Christians and the church have messed things up. And the church took the teachings of Jesus and turned them into dogmatic rules. One guy said, Christians don't apply the message of love that Jesus gave. Then jokingly added, they all should be taken out back and shot. (laughs) Now I realize you could quickly dismiss these comments. They may like some things about Jesus, but they obviously don't, but don't know about his judgment and teaching on sin and repentance. That may be true. But what's important and so haunting is that these students were so open to Jesus. They were so willing to say, I like Jesus, but not the church. Yet they didn't at all like what they had equated and understood to be church and Christianity. They definitely liked Jesus but they did not like the church. So inside, 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 let's, let's move on. Have you noticed this though? And I'm literally, I have pages and pages, and I don't know if I'm going to turn into a book or something at some point, but pages and pages on this very subject about loving Jesus, but having a huge problem with the church. But anyway, inside, inside the church office bubble, inside the church office bubble, after those interviews, he says, I did a lot of thinking about the polarity of the responses uh, to the two questions. The writer says, something important to note is that only two of the 16 students interviewed even knew any Christians personally. Some of, some most, uh, so most of the students had based their impression on church, uh, their impressions of church on church leaders they saw in the media or the more aggressive street evangelists passing out tracts and holding up signs. They hadn't been in friendship or relationship with a Christian to know any different. As I thought about it even more, I had another pretty horrifying revelation, the writer says. He says, I looked at my own life and schedule and realized I, too, wasn't building friendships with those outside the church. The writer says, my schedule had become so consumed with church meetings, and when I wasn't in a meeting, I was in my office or at home preparing for my Sunday sermon. Even my social time was spent only with Christians, usually key leaders in the church. Yes, I had casual acquaintances with non-Christians, like the auto mechanic I saw on occasion, and yes, I was involved in local compassion projects our church did when we went out and fed the homeless, but those weren't actual friendships. I wasn't hanging out with them on a regular basis. I wasn't having them over for dinner or, or going to movies with them like I did my, Christian, uh, my, did my friendships with Christians. 
And as I talked with numerous other pastors and our church staff, as well as Christians who worked outside the church, we were all doing the same thing. We were all immersed in this strange little Christian bubble. This strange little Christian bubble. No wonder, listen to these numbers, you all. No wonder 14 of the 16 students we interviewed didn't know any Christians. The Christians were too busy going to the myriad of church activities, meetings, and Christian concerts that we as church leaders scheduled for them. We were so busy staying in the Christian community that we had become isolated in our own subculture. It started making sense why those outside the church got their impressions of Christians primarily from the media and aggressive street evangelists. Can I pause there? And, and this, this article is strangely convicting. How many of your friends exist outside of the church you attend or the churches that you fellowship with? I'll wait. How many of your friends that you break bread with, that you go meet up with, that you go to concerts with, how many of them are outside of your Christian bubble? When we talk about Christian bubble, we mean your home church crew or clique, and then the few churches y'all fellowship with that clique. How many of them are not a part of any of that? How many of them are not a part of your fellowship? Like we go to dinner, some of y'all go to dinner every Sunday with the same people from your church. Here's a question. How many of your family members that don't go to church do you hang out with? Uh-oh. How many? Yes, yeah, easy to say, well, we got a food pantry. We make soup and salad and stuff, and we do this. Yeah, that's still church work. I'm talking about going out and just sitting and being around folk uh, 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 that don't know your Christian bubble. How many? Bless you, Sister Pitts. I was wondering who was still here. Uh, Sister, uh, bless you, Sister Maneri. Bless you. Y'all got quiet on me, you know. The writer says this, what they think about the church. He says, when I realized that I had become part of the Christian bubble and subculture, I knew I had to escape it. But to do so required me to make some significant decisions about my weekly schedule. I rescheduled my various staff meetings for Mondays and Tuesdays in the church office. But on Wednesday and Thursday, I studied for sermons and held other meetings in a local coffee house, not Christian, instead of the church office. Over time, as I built trust with the coffeehouse regulars and especially the baristas, I was able to engage in conversations with them and ask a lot of questions. Surprisingly, it wasn't difficult at all to discuss religion, Jesus, and church. They were actually very willing to talk about their views and beliefs, but it required me to listen instead of doing all the talking like many of us are used to doing. Now, when I travel, the writer says, I try to find a local coffee house where I can listen, observe, and talk to people. Eventually, the conversation comes around to their thoughts on Jesus and the church. I have the same comments everywhere I go. No one ever says the church is after your money or the sermons are irrelevant as you might expect. 
They never say that. But here it is. Perception number one. Perception number one. The organized religion barrier. The organized religion barrier. Come on now. The organized religion barrier. The writer says this. I can count how many times I've heard organized religion used to describe the church. But there are specific reasons why people see the church as organized religion and they feel they don't need it. I can relate to God without the structure. I rarely talk to anyone who's not seeking God, but emerging generations don't see church as the place to explore who he is. Instead, they understand and strongly believe that they can pray to a caring and personal God without being in a physical church. And one reason younger people say, I like Jesus, but not the church, is they fear the church will try to control how they dress, how they act, and organize their faith in a way the leaders think it should be patterned. Hmm. The church is about hierarchy, power, and control with a political agenda. Emerging generations have a strong sense that most churches are all right-wing fundamentalists, and everyone in the church is expected to vote a certain way. Bless you, Sister Bulees. Bless you. While we may know that most churches don't have political agendas, the impression on the outside is that most do. Because some churches are filled with leaders who function like CEOs and they desire power and control. Think about the titles of your staff. Senior pastor, associate pastor, executive pastor, executive assistant. All throwbacks to the 80s when churches began applying business principles to their infrastructure and using some of the business world's language and metaphors. To baby boomers, this made sense. But in our emerging culture, language like this can come across as very unlike Jesus. Here is a comment. Alicia, a 24-year-old that I talked with at the local coffee house, made this observation. Church leaders seem more focused on acting like businessmen, raising funds to build bigger buildings for their own organized religious corporations, than they do on taking the time to teach about social action for the poor and marginalized. I think Jesus would have cared more about raising money for the poor than building yet another mini-mall church. I fully understand and believe in the need for building new, well-equipped church buildings. But put yourself in an outsider's shoes who doesn't know the heart of the pastors and church leaders and only sees elaborate buildings on large campuses. Come on now. So those are three main reasons, watch this, why organized religion is often a barrier to this group. And while you may be inclined to dismiss their reasons because they aren't actually uh, accurate, remember this is how we are being perceived to those on the outside. It's important, people, to listen to and address their perceptions. And I believe there's several things we can do to dispel the organized religion stereotype. Here we go. The writer says this, communicate how your church is organized. Communicate it. Let them know how your church is organized and why you practice your faith in this way. Its basis is scripture. Explain that a church is like a family and all healthy families do need organization. 
Communicating this is not letting the organization strangle the life out of your church. That the organization is not strangling the life out of your church is key. You can't be so organized that your church is not doing the real ministry work. The writer goes on further. I like this. He says, be aware of your biases. Y'all do know we have them. Organizes, organized churches, whether you be Baptist, Pentecostal, Apostolic, uh, 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 AME, it does not matter. We all have some inherent biases. So the writer says, be aware, be aware, be aware of your biases. He says, I'm convinced that emerging generations are open to hearing hard things that go against today's culture. We shouldn't be afraid to share how Jesus said some strong things about sin and the need for repentance. However, be careful how much personal bias and opinions slip into your preaching. Avoid saying things like Jesus thinks this when you really don't know what he thinks. Subtly or subtly using God and Jesus to back your opinions about various social and political issues that aren't clear in Scripture. You know how we like to put Jesus in our political stuff. I'm going to say this. Y'all really think Jesus would be a Democrat or a Republican? Y'all see this, foolishness. You really think Jesus would be a part of any, either one of those crazy political parties? You really think that? Do you really? Hmm. Watch this. This is a good one. Evaluate your titles for church leaders. Chante said, Paul, a uh, good point coupled with what Paul said, many members, one body. Yeah. Here we go. Y'all like this one. Evaluate your titles for church. Evaluate your titles for church, for church leaders. This is what the writer says. And the number of hoops people have to jump through to meet with them. Mm-hmm. He says, if you're using titles such as senior or executive, or executive pastor, have you ever paused to ask why and what that communicates? Hmm. Why and what does that communicate? Have you ever asked the question? Listen to the younger voices. Hmm. You know what? When I read articles like this, I know what comes to mind is that I'm here. <laughs> is that I'm no longer the younger voice. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I remember for so many years, I wanted to be heard and, and be listened to as a younger voice. And, it, you know, it's, 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 it's a sad day when you realize that you're no longer the younger voice. I mean. <laughs> Even though you still are, have the pulse. Yeah. But no, but Go I ahead. mean, there's like they used it. I just know our church, our other church. Old church. Before, mm-hmm. <laughs> before Ebenezer. They used it against us. Like, so. You right. Know, you were like. Like, you know, I said nobody nominated you, but you were, like, literally the spokesperson. Like, you know, there was one thing to be our <laughs> teacher. Yeah, but it was another thing. It was another thing. It was as, as if it was as if we were the little lambs and everything. And so it was like, wait a minute, hold, hold all the way up. Like, you know, like, like you, you know. I'm glad you caught yourself right huh? there. Go ahead. No, what I said? Like you said, hold up. Hold him up. I was like, what you finna say? Oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 I wasn't. I never go there. <laughs> yeah, put myself off the show. But, um, yeah, I just feel like it's, um, like, you know, when, when we were at the other church and everything, like, I just like, um, we're valuable, too. It's like, you know, it, it still felt 
it still felt like we were treated as children and mm-hmm. everything else like that. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, we still couldn't cross or ask anything like, you know, as if you were going to put it in better terms. Like, you know, no, no you can get these layman's terms. You can get this simplified version of why can't we and, and everything else. Mm-hmm. So it, it still plays. I mean, like, you know, at this point, and then, you know, right now it feels like you we're in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, at this point, like, you know, are we the middle of the road? Like, you know, are, like, you know, are, are our opinions valuable at this point mm. and everything? Mm. That's good. Because, like, you know, I, like, I, I just feel like I never got a fair shot, like, this time. Like, this time around, like, you know, can't say nothing because, like, you know, not to say, like, you know, they, you know, at, at our old church, it's like, you know, he knows it all. And I'm like, wait a minute. Everybody knows something and mm-hmm. everything. And then we all have something to share. And we were all one, like, you know, that's say that I want, like, like, you know, one opinion did not, ma- not say not matter, didn't matter, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, come ask us ask us all like you know and get a survey survey the land yeah yeah the writer says this too i'm glad you said that he says listen to the younger voices we need to not only make it easier for young people to be involved uh in our churches we also need to show them that they uh, that they're needed in all areas not just isolated in youth and young adult ministries they need to know that we respect their opinions on the direction of the entire church make sure your board has one or two younger elders or trustees as you want to call them and set up a leadership training structure to include people of all ages can i pause there this is so true oh god (laughs) help me holy ghost it's one thing to try to inject some new blood into a a an elder elder uh, a, a more mature leadership structure but don't just throw people into these positions and there is no training there is no training right what business do you know of that promotes somebody to a management slash supervisor or whatever position because that's what trustees are or 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 elders stewardship committee whatever you choose to call them at your church promotes people but then does not train people because we wrongly assume and we're all guilty we wrongly assume that because of their prior experience or because of what their resume says that they bring something great to the table yes they do but how do you want it used at this office, at this company. That the, we 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 gotta learn, right? Because you're setting them up for failure when you put them in a position and you give them no training. That would be the equivalent of me going out and 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 and, and uh, you know uh uh because you can you know, just, just look at it this way. It's, it's like it's like making somebody who has children, Latanya. You got two kids. Guess what? You are now over the over the over the youth church. What is that? I don't want it. <laughs> I'm just saying. You are now over the youth because you got I'm, two babies. That's I'm the qualification. Get, I'm trying to get rid of them. Like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to walk away but, from them. I need a break, too. But again, you got five kids. You know what? You are the person who is now over the youth. That don't make no sense. Just because you got five kids, watch this, don't mean you can run a daycare center. 
Now, can we train you to run a daycare center? Possibly. But having five children does not qualify you to open a daycare center. What if, what if, watch this. Here's a good example. What if I, what if I said to, to, to the church, to a church, uh, I worked, and I did work at Chase. I did work at Chase Bank, before, you know, in case nobody knew that. Well, it was Bank One before it was Chase, but I worked there for some years. But what if I worked and said, well, you know what? I worked at Chase for 22 years. I was at Chase. I was at the Chase office in such and such town. And go, you know, he worked at a bank. Well, you should be in charge of the finances at the church. But Tanya, I was the head security guard at Chase. Right. You didn't say all of that. (laughs) I was head of security. Oh, watch this. I was head of the fraud department. Mm -hmm. That don't qualify me to run the finances at your church. Yes, I worked there. Yes, I put in my time. Yes, I know how to find some fraud. <laughs> but that doesn't cost. This is, what, this is why it's so important that we, we, don't, we don't set people up for failure. Let's move on. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Number two, number two. Perception number two. That the church, again, we're talking about I like Jesus. But not the church. That's our title. But watch this. Perception number two, that the church is judgmental and negative. Mm. The church is judgmental and negative. Pat says, just because you have a business doesn't mean you're able to run the church's business. Maybe you're in the business for yourself because you can't get along with people at work. Oh, Lord. Well, that is why some people become entrepreneurs, because they can't work for nobody and they can't work with nobody. That is part of the song. That is sometimes that's the reason. And look, that ain't no knock on you. But you need to say that if somebody asks you to be to work in the business with other people. <laughs> Number two, judgments in the negative. This is what the writer says. Recently, he says, I was in an airport when I spotted a young man in his 20s wearing a black T-shirt with the word intolerant in large white letters across the front. Uh, 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 below the word of the shirt read Jesus said my first thought was uh oh but written across the back of the shirt in big bold letters was Islam, Islam is a lie homosexuality is a sin abortion is murder you could see the people rolling their eyes and thinking those Christians there are pretty messed up and angry the whole experience the writer says reminded me of how essential it is to understand that even if we are expressing truth how we express it is extremely critical. In my interviews and conversations with post-Christian 20 and 30-somethings, this kind of negative impression of the church surfaced repeatedly. Besides T-shirts like the one I just described, this unflattering perception stems from the gamut of observations and experiences. Christians protesting with large signs, telling people they're going to hell, seeing Christians on television crediting God for natural disasters to punish sinners, and being approached by Christians who put people on the defensive and invade their privacy. Why is it that we in the church focus on the negatives? Why do people on the outside know us only for what we stand against? Perhaps the main question we should be asking ourselves is how do we address this misconception that's keeping thousands of people 
from the church and from Christ. Can we talk about this for a moment? I am never, and we, we rarely have ever talked. We don't talk about it. We rarely talk about it on this show. I know what uh, murder is. I know that the Ten Commandments says, thou shalt not kill. I also know that I don't believe, even though I know that some people, some people, not all people, but some people have used abortion as birth control. I know that this has happened. Not a large amount, but some have. But I also know that any woman that has made that decision, in most cases, it is probably, the, if not the hardest decision that they have ever had to make. And the last thing they need in the process of making that decision is some folk claiming to love Christ, standing outside the door, blocking them with signs across the street from the abortion clinic, telling them that they're going to go to hell for what they are about to do, that they should be ashamed of themselves, that they're going to burn and die, that they hope they die while, they, while, while the doctor is doing what they're doing to the fetus, that they die on the table as well. I mean, there's some harsh people standing outside some of these places. Let me say this, and I'm going to move on quickly. You pro-life people, here is my question for you, and I'll say this and I'll leave it at that. I don't believe that you pro-life people are pro-life. And I have some very good friends. I had a very good conversation with a friend of mine last night. He'll probably come on the show and he'll tell you. And I'll ask him when he does come back. Because he told me this last night. He says, I'm, 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 I'm for uh, traditional marriage and I'm pro-life. That's where my conservatism stops. I said, okay, I hear you, brother. He said, but I'm not, I'm not right-wing conservative. But he says, I'm pro-life and I'm traditional marriage. And that's fine. Here is my issue with the people who claim to be pro-life, that are protesting outside of the clinics, that are trying to get Roe v. Wade switched over and killed and all that kind of stuff. Here's my question. The same people that are screaming pro-life, 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 you're screaming pro-life, 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 pro-life. When the baby gets here and the mother needs help, these are the same people that want to cut the aid, cut the food stamps, cut the welfare, cut the Medicare and cut. Oh, help yourself. Pull yourself up by your bootstrap. Oh, but when I was trying to fix this before I had the baby, you told me I couldn't do nothing. But now that I got the baby, I can't get no help. Are you pro-life or are you pro-birth? There is a difference. There is a difference. You can holler all day long, pro-life, pro-life, pro-life. But when that little baby get here, now you excited that there's another baby here, but now you mad because the mama needs some aid. The mama needs some help. But we don't want to do that part. You know, we, don't, we, we, we should stop giving handouts. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. The next part he says, the reason why people like Jesus but not the church. He says we need to teach how and when to talk about sin. Uh-oh. 
teach how and when to talk about sin. The writer says, I'm convinced that people in emerging generations actually want to be informed about Jesus and his teachings, even the ones that require repentance and change. But our approach makes all the difference. If we go around pointing out people's sins, the reaction will usually be negative. But if we share how we come, how we can become more loving and more like Jesus by changing in certain ways, then it's often accepted as a positive thing. You know, this part earlier when I talked about titles, one of the things that I, that I respected uh, the most about my former pastor, uh, Ray Williams, who, who retired, who retired from pastoring. Uh, and we, we, bumped, we bumped heads about some stuff, right? Um, but one of the things I respected about Ray Williams when he went out to meet people, when we went outside and we stood on the corner and we were uh, uh, out meeting people on Wednesday night, standing on the corner, just shaking hands and praying for people, was that he never introduced himself as pastor of anything. He always said, I'm Ray Williams. What's your name? That's literally what he said. He never, ever said that. One of the things about my mentor, Gerald Dew, my mentor, Keith Gordon, my mentor, Dr. Julian Spencer, Benjamin Turk, when they go out and they meet people, they introduce themselves. How you doing? My name is Julian. My name is 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 a uh, Gerald. My name is Benjamin. My name is the uh, uh, I, I'm I'm Ricky Guyton. That that that's my name. Never I'm so and so so and so of the so and so so and so. Why? Because when you're meeting people for the first time, do you really think they care about your doggone title? The only people you really should be concerned about that know your title is the people that you shepherd. The folk on the outside that you're trying to get to, they don't care. I earned the right. Let me say this. I earned the right. I put in all of the hard work, the labor, and everything to have the title doctor. Not in just in name, not honorary, but in the, the, all the work. All the, all the writing and the longest dissertation ever. <laughs> I put in all the work. But I would never introduce myself to someone on the street whom I was trying to minister to as, hey, how you doing? Uh, uh, I'm Dr. King from the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, the birthplace of gospel music. How are you doing today, uh, you little peasants? I'm here uh, to pray for you and to let you know that as a doctor, I am here to let you know about the love of Jesus and all of those things. No, man. What's up, man? My name is Dana. How you doing? I'm Dana. Don't, be, don't get me wrong. I earned the title doctor. <laughs> and the only person that's ever going to hold somebody accountable for calling me doctor is Cheryl Denise Mary Irene King. <laughs> I gave her whole name. <laughs> Giving out social too? <laughs> no, I ain't going to do that. Okay. But she's the only person that's going to make y'all call me doctor. <laughs> she's the only person. She's the only person. 
Because she has a, she has an issue. They better call you. What you I'm like, okay, calm down. It's all right. It's okay. I don't care nothing about that. At my school, I, I, I love my grade level partners because they make it a point. They make, they make it a point. To, to 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 you know it's, it's the Dr. King show at the school and you know it's and sometimes it's, you know I I I, I and, and my mentor has told me you earned it uh, you earned it so carry it and I'm okay with it but I'm not about you know because at school they have to call you Mister by your last name or whatever 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 and that's I get that but when I'm out on the street I'm not going to introduce myself as that guess what because guess what at the end of the day I'm servant. Because when you stand before God, he ain't finna call you archbishop so-and-so. I hear about No. No, he ain't finna do all that. So you might as well get used to it. Sister Pitt says titles mess them up every time. Bless you, uh, Sister Gibson. I see you. I'm sorry, Ernest. The abortion topic was just for a hot second. It was for a hot second. Hot second. I'll talk about it again when I get a when I get a pro-life person to sit over here uh, in this seat over here, I'll talk about it again. Uh, Shiante says, it's the humility. Yeah. Think about it. Jesus never walked up to him and said, hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm the son. How you doing, bro? Uh, my name is Jesus. I am the son of God. How are you? How are you? Hey, you that's blind on the, or laying over there by the pool. What you doing? What's up, man? Hey, how you doing? Uh, my name is Jesus. I am the son of God. Yeah. When did we see Jesus introduce himself that way? His his followers called him teacher. Yeah, they called him master, but guess what? He was that. He earned that. He was the son of God. But he never went around bragging about it. He never went around bragging about it. He didn't have to. His work, watch this, his work, earned him the title. Even though he had the title, his work gave a, 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 a credence to the title, Son of God. <laughs> My God. This is, let's go, let's go. Uh, the writer says this. He kept on going. He says, uh, 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 those who like Jesus, he says, focus more on what we stand for. Instead of focusing on the negative, focus more on what we stand for. The writer says this. He says, he says, uh, 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 those who like Jesus, but not the church, see him as one who stood up for the poor and oppressed. Scripture mandates that his churches follow Christ's instructions to care for the least of these. By doing so, we earn the respect of those outside the church. They are also looking for a church that expresses love and does not judge as Jesus taught. The writer says, I am part of a team that planted Vintage Faith Church in Santa Cruz, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, and over the past three years, I've noticed a pattern in people when they come to our church for the first few times. More often than not, they are asking about the specifics of our doctrinal statement or denominational distinction. Instead, they ask, mm-hmm. they aren't asking, he says, about those things. Instead, they ask for, what is your church doing for the poor? Like right now, you watch this. See, we we quick to give. Uh, 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 what is the thing called? What's the things I had to learn? Uh, uh, for my ordination. Uh, uh, yeah, somebody help me out. It's been something I forgot now. Uh, the uh, not the ordinances of the church. Y'all help me out. What's them things called? I know I got a preacher, a pastor, a deacon, or somebody on here. You had to learn them uh them things in the National Baptist. Uh, they're in the back of the hymnal. Oh Lord, that's a shame. I can't oh, remember. Yeah. What is them things called? 
Shante. You have to learn them things before you get ordained and, and, and licensed. Um, oh, my God. Oh, Lord, my brain is not functioning right now. Somebody help me out. Uh, I know I got somebody on here who know. What's them things called? Um, they're in the back of the Baptist hymnal. They're a part of the National Baptist something, something, something. Uh, let me, let me, y'all, y'all ain't helping me right now. I can't get no help. Let me, <laughs> don't nobody know nothing around here. No, let me stop playing. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's how you said, huh? Uh, that's how I feel. Uh, um, uh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. What is it called? Let me see. All right, here we go. Uh, boom, 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 boom. All right, here we go. What we believe. They are called the, they're not the ordinances. They are called the, do, 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 do. Come on! Oh my God! For the life of me, I can't call this. <sighs> this is gonna bother me now. Ain't nobody still saying nothing in this chat box. The covenant? No, not the church covenant. No, especially not the church covenant. Uh, thank you, Ernest. Uh, 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 I got a whole problem with the church covenant. That's a whole nother conversation. Uh, that's a whole nother show. Um, what is them things called? Oh Lord, this is this is this is horrific. And the bad part is I had to learn them. Not the bylaws. No, man. Us, girl. No. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. What is it about us? About us. Uh, what we believe. They are called the, oh, the Articles of Faith. That's it. The Articles of Faith. Ooh, Lord, I wouldn't have got that nowhere. Uh, the, articles for, the Articles of Faith. Well, I had to learn. You had to learn those. Part of those before you, before you, got, before, before you uh, would be uh, ordained. And 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 so, in the process, nobody is gonna ask you about your articles of faith or your denominational statement, right? You can know all of that, and 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 thank you, Ernest. You can know your 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 church covenant, but what folks want to know is if somebody came to you and not ask you what your church covenant is or what your church bylaw is, if they come and ask you what is your church doing for the poor, how do you respond to that? Huh? What is your church doing for the poor? What can you say right now if somebody came to you and said, what does your church do for? If you had 25 young people come to your church and say, we're looking for a church home, and we want to we come to a church that's helping the poor. Hi, good pastor, bishop, archbishop, something, something, episcopal, whoever you are. What is your church doing for the poor? Nothing. Okay, here's another question that, that people are asked. Hi, uh, uh, a bishop, a uh, senior arch, uh, most high elected official of the church house. How are your How are you responding to the AIDS pandemic? Oh, I'm sorry. How How is caring for each other and those in the community a real part of the life of your church? Them words loud. Let me go. Let me go off script. Uh, hey, senior leader of the church, what has been your church's response to the violence in Chicago? <laughs> All that. All that. But you want them to come and join your church. You have no response to any of the main issues that are hitting this country and this city, but you want the 20 and 30-something activists. You saw all them young people that was out in the street. 
during the George Floyd situation. I ain't talking about the ones that was tearing up. I'm talking about the ones that were truly marching, that felt like they wanted to be a part of something. Those are the people who are looking at your church, and they want to know what you stand for. The reason so many of our young black uh, uh, folk and young Hispanic folk are over there at St. Sabina is because Father Flager is on the front lines all the time. All the time. I'm not saying you got to be like Father Flager. I'm saying do something. Do something. Because you're telling folk what to do at the church and in the church. You're talking to the same people. The same folk. Let's go. Let's go. The writer says, the writer says, post-Christians emerging generations are watching to see if Jesus' church is taking care of the marginalized and being a loving versus negative community as serious as Jesus did. The writer says this, teach your church to break out of the Christian bubble. Teach your church to break. Oh, this is long. Good Lord. It's long. And, it's, is, it, and it jumps. Yeah. It jumps to what? Did you, when you hit, when you hit three, did you see um, perception number five? What was perception three, four? <laughs> uh, I am on, when I go down to the, Wow. This is long. We're not going to finish this tonight. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Praise him. Uh-uh. Some of us got to work tomorrow. Uh- <laughs> wow. That's All right. That concludes. Penny. Uh- <laughs> so, 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 here, here, here it is. Okay, where is it at? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh- okay. He says, I'm going to do this last part. Teach your church how to break out of the Christian bubble. Teach your church how to break out of the Christian bubble. The writer says this, as leaders, we can use preaching and the example of our own lives to teach people in our churches that their attitudes impact those outside the church. Unless we're creating cultures in our church in which people see themselves as missionaries in their day-to-day worlds, unless we're challenging Christians to break out of the Christian bubble and start listening to the hearts and cries of the people around them, only the loudest, often negative voices in the church will be heard. Oh, yeah, I did jump to perception number five. Yes. And then it says, the perception number five, that Christians believe that all other religions are wrong. We're going to pause here because it is 9.05. We're going to pause here uh, uh, for the evening. We're going to pause here. This was good. This was good. I I, I know some people tuned in late uh, and you missed my my statement. Tanya, I'm going to ask you to put some stuff together. Because my whole um, on on the R. Kelly situation, uh, I want that not edited out of this video, but I want it separated out so it can be posted on something else uh, at some point. Because uh, that's going to come back. And I know some people are going to have some stuff to say. And guess what? You can say it to me. Let me say this to you, though. Don't inbox me. If you have something to say, you should have said it live right here. Don't inbox me, because if you inbox me, we're going to be talking about what you inboxed me. <laughs> yeah, so what you tried to send to me in private, because you didn't like something that I said, you should have said it right here on the air. Because once I, once I, as my mama said, once I hang up, that's it. <laughs> Ain't nothing else to talk about. Not about this. All right. Anyway, uh, I, I, uh, let, let's, 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 let's pray. Uh, Father God, we, we want to say thank you, Lord, 
uh, uh, for this time. Let me pause in this prayer uh, before I do this. Um, those of you who have some who might be uh, ill, who are in the need of prayer, this is the time uh, at the end of our show where you can put, you can type those names in the chat box, uh, and we can call those names out for prayer. Uh, we want, I like to be specific when I'm praying, uh, not only for myself but for other people. So uh, if you want to put their names in the chat, those 12 or 13 of you all that are still on whatever live that I'm looking at, I'm not sure what's what. Uh, and those of you watching on Instagram, I believe that's still up, might be. Uh, but those of you watching there as well, uh, feel free to go ahead and uh, uh, put that, drop some names in the chat box uh, for some people that you want us to pray for here uh, at TTLO Radio as we get ready to close out for the night. Uh, we want to definitely keep those people lifted up in prayer uh, on tonight. I see some names popping up now. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Um, because I, I believe that that uh, one thing about God is despite whatever, uh, he is still uh, in the business of, of doing what he does, and that's healing and resurrecting and, and, and setting free and, and deliverance and all of those things. So uh, you can drop those names in the chat as we begin uh, our prayer, uh, our closing prayer for the evening. Uh, let's, let, us, let, us, let us pray. Uh, Father God, we first, Lord, just want to say uh, thank you. Uh, God, we thank you, God, just for being who you are, uh, God, and we just bless your name uh, on today, God. We bless your name, God, because you are worthy uh, to be praised, God. You are worthy to be praised. You are greater than any that has ever come before or after, God, uh, uh, or any that has come since. Uh, God, your name shall remain great or shall remain the greatest among all names, God. So we lift your name up right now in uh, in this place. God, there are some names that have been typed uh, into this place right now, God, and we want to just lift those names uh, up to you right now, uh, God, the names of those that have been listed in the chat. Uh, God, I want to lift up our brother Stanley Stovall, who had a, uh, a minor operation uh, on Friday, we want to lift him up right now, God. Let the healing already start to take place uh, in his back, God. We know that you can do that, God, for uh, Jennifer Adams' family. I want to keep them lifted up as well. For the St. Paul Church, uh, we want to keep them lifted up as well. Uh, sister, uh, Dorothy says for her sister Ruby uh, and Jackie, we want to keep them lifted up. Uh, for our usher here at Ebenezer, uh, uh, who lost uh, who lost her uh, who lost her husband um, this past week, uh, Sister Ethel Burns. We want to keep her uh, lifted up in the Burns family. We want to keep them lifted up in prayer. Uh, for one of my coworkers uh, who is uh, struggling with the chemo uh, therapy, Francesca Peck. Uh, Francesca Peck. We want to keep her lifted up uh, in prayer. Uh, Sister Gibson, we're lifting you up as well. Uh, we're lifting up Dorothy Gibson in prayer. Uh, right now. Uh, God, there's so many uh, who need you uh, right now, God, and we know that you are a God who is able to do anything but fail. Uh, God, and we know there's so many names that are listed and so many calling out to you right now, God, but these names specifically, uh, God, we want you to stop by and see about them uh, tonight, God. Stop by and rest in their place, God. Touch them as only you can, God. Do what you do. God and 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 let them know that you are still on the gr- you are still on the throne, 
and that the, uh, those things that, uh, that easily beset us, God, uh, can no longer do that because we trust you even at this hour. Uh, uh, God, we're leaving these, uh, these concerns and, and these tribulations and trials and things that we're going through. We're leaving them on the altar with you uh, right now. Uh, God, even those of us, God, uh, the, this TTLO radio family, God, this King family, God, the families here uh, at this church, God, the leadership here, God, the leadership of the churches of those who are still listening and watching. We lift them all up to you right now, uh, God. God, we lift up those uh, people who survived, uh, 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 those people, those witnesses, God, who came forward, uh, those those who were abused by R. Kelly. We lift them up right now, God. Those people who sat silently in churches knowing uh, that they've been abused, God, and no one has listened to them, God. We lift them up to you right now, God. We even lift up those, God, those women who are who's struggling right now with the decision about life and death uh, of a child or, or a fetus right now, God. Those who are scheduling abortions right now, God, whatever they decide, God, we're lifting them up to you right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Every heart that is getting ready to leave this, this, this broadcast right now, God, we, we bless them right now, God. And if those who haven't eaten yet on this evening, yes, Lord, we are playing a prayer of, of, of grace right now over their food. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Y'all, we got to go. Uh, it's been a good night. It's been a good night. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much. Uh, I love y'all with the love of Christ. And look here, if you gotta, if you got to drive uh, through this special city, uh, y'all know the one, the one we call Chicago. Uh, do me a favor, uh, my brothers and my sisters. Uh, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Keep your head. Y'all know the routine. Uh, keep your head uh, on a swivel. We're going to close out a little differently tonight because I want y'all, in case y'all missed it at the beginning of the show, uh, we celebrated the end of Gospel Music Heritage Month uh, here uh, at the Ebenezer. Uh, Missionary Baptist Church on yesterday, and uh, this brother, uh, Malcolm Williams, came, and he set our soul ablaze uh, yesterday with his rendition of Precious Lord, and I just want to give you all uh, a little bit of that, Uh, so we're going to close out uh, with that, and uh, uh, we're going to go with that. All right, all right. Y'all stay blessed, man. Let me let me give y'all this, and then we gon we gonna go on home. And Brother Malcolm Williams from Salem Missionary Baptist Church. And let me stand. I, I'm tired. I, I am weak. I, I'm worn. Lord knows I'm worn through the storm and through the
But is anybody glad you're saved? When I leave here, I got another place to go. Somebody say, not today, but say, precious Lord, take my hand. In that great getting up morning, when they call my name, I want to be ready. Because I got a new name, Mama Lou, and it's written in glory. And that new name is mine. They say the weary. Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.